Hello and welcome to the Holt Center Podcast. I'm Billy Gargatzinger, Marketing Manager at the Holt, and thank you for joining us for today's interview with artist Jason Graham, who performs under the name Mostly Wada, who is our next featured artist in our 10 for 10 series, series focused on bringing stellar rising talent to our stages and making it accessible with all tickets, costing just $10. Next show is on Saturday, March 19th. Welcome to the show, Jason. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, you know, one of the favorite aspects of my job is that I get to fill my brain with uh, information about cool people, cool artists, cool musicians. And as I was reading one of your bios, uh, it the description was a, uh, how was it phrased, consummate creative. And oh, right. uh-huh. I think that's, uh, that kind of nails it. I mean, speaker, performer, poet, visual artist, educator, musician, former slam poetry champion, um, and right. listening, uh, listening to your just newly released album and, and listening to uh, the poetry in that, I, I believe all of that. So I'm hoping in your own words, you can give some of our listeners like a, a quick overview of, uh, of, of you as an artist and what you're bringing. Yeah. Um, a poly artist, uh, interdisciplinary, um, uh, multidisciplinary, transdisciplinary. Uh, I've heard a lot of these different terms, Renaissance man, woman, person. I've heard a lot of these uh, different terms for folks who are pulled by their inspiration into a variety of different mediums. And to my delight, that is becoming more and more common as, um, as you know, for a variety of reasons, accessibility to uh, technology, for example, is something that's easier and easier when it comes to different mediums of creation. Nobody's hoarding uh, the color blue, for example, or anything. You know what I mean? I mean, historically, sometimes it's been quite difficult for us to be not only be able to make the um, art that we want to make, but with the, the materials that we want to uh, create this stuff with. So yeah, so I do a lot of, um, that is to say, it's difficult to make this sometimes because the society itself says, whoa, whoa, cool it on that, cool it on that. In fact, We'll persecute you if you keep, you know. So, um, so it's a really exciting time um, right now to be making art. There's also just so many different topics that are of severe and sincere import right now um, that that should be captivating and inspiring uh, creative folks or finding folks that maybe um, don't even consider themselves to be creative. They're finding themselves showing up in these in these uh in these creative communities so anyway yeah i mean writing painting and music is sort of the baseline of what i oftentimes do but it dovetails into a variety of other things including now animation and public speaking and doing interview things like what you're doing and da 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 so um it's it at the end of the day it is trusting uh that you can follow your inspiration or your muse which is a um, can be a terrifying prospect but it is deeply rewarding you know so that's, uh, that's what it is. I am a career artist. Hey, man, that's awesome that you're making a career out of it. We fully support those endeavors. Um, I'm going to jump into a little bit of this new album. I've, I was listening in to it again on the way in, and I've been kind of contemplating the name of it. It's not the year, it's you. Sure. And I've been yeah. thinking, you know, especially after I listened to the album, like, who is the you? 
who is the you in this? And maybe you Great can elaborate question. that. Yeah. Yeah. I think whether it's, you know, creating a, a body of music that, you know, is put categorically into hip hop or whether it's a, a painting that I do or whether it's um, a speaking engagement, whatever it may be, I'm trying to create something uh, that has depth to it that both pertains to what's going on right now, but then is also speaking to not just the headline, the baseline. Um, and so with this, it's not the year it's you, it just, it occurred to me that at some point, uh, there are these converging um, views from, you know, let's say different parties, uh, the sort of the bootstrap uh, uh, versions of things that I'll hear in communities that I live in here in, in Central Oregon, to, you know, the, the deeply caring, uh, being accused of being a bleeding heart, let's say a little dated term, but on the sort of the left side as if such a thing existed in terms of sides. Um, I've been really curious about the, the blaming of the year. We've, um, I've heard a lot of, you know, I can't believe in this year this is still happening or, um, or a linear view of time as if we've only become uh, more intelligent or more free. There's clearly, um, there's, it's very clear as we look at our histories that there are a variety of communities existing in a variety of different times that had a lot more harmony, had a lot more freedoms than we are experiencing now. Um, looking at our own history here in the state of Oregon, like, you know, when I, the year I graduated high school, 2001, if you would like to do the math on my age, this is, uh, my goodness, uh, when it was finally moving into being legal for like black and white folks to get married here in the state or whatever. And this was the year 2001 was supposed to be, you know, a very sophisticated year and, you know, all these kind of things. So at some point we have to look at whether it's 1492 or if it's 1859 or if it's 2020 or if it's Y2K or 9-11, how are we individually and communally showing up to participate in the world that we live in and not be beholden to oh, I'm inside of this number, and so I can act this way. So it's, it's, it's leaning into a question about responsibility, um, both individually and communally, I think. Um, that's at least in part a big, a big chunk of this title, it's not the year, it's you. And rather than a question, it's a bit accusatory. Um, it should take you back, like, what did I do? And that's the great question. What did you do? And as you say, who is the you? And, and to and to what degree do I interact with, with uh, you know that that label, that title, that understanding of you? And I love you know. that. Uh, it's continuing to make me think. This is again, it's it's my pleasure to get to have these conversations because it's so much of uh, you know, a, yeah, yeah, a process of you know what's going on. Yeah, well, and then also too, of course, the uh, you know during the breakup, it's not me, it's you, right? You know. Um, it's not you, it's me, uh, you know. Um, so this is, you know, playing into the intimacy of a, a longstanding relationship as it, as it changes as well. So it should touch on the philosophical or the political or the whatever. Should definitely also touch on the personal. Yeah. Well, I think this leads me into my next question of, um, you know, I've, I've listened to the album. I'm thinking about it. I'm going to be primed and ready to come to your show and, and think and feel and you cool. know, get to experience a live live show. But what would you um, kind of kind of two things? Um, I mean, one, you, you touch on a lot of areas and issues on the album, you know, yeah. survival, housing, pay, race, identity, 
Um, and if, if you can have the undivided attention of, uh, of your listeners, you know, the attendees coming in, you know, what would you want them to, you know, come primed with, or, you know, what, or who, who should listen? I'll say that who should listen if you had their undivided attention. I was talking to my cousin a while ago and I said, I wrote this piece that was for everybody and, and it didn't go over the way I wanted to. And she was like, well, cause you're writing for everybody. You're going to piss everybody off. Right. So, so this, it really is though, uh, created in such a way that anybody should be able to enter, um, from wherever they are at. Um, and that's sort of the beauty of what art gives us in general, but in preparation for this show, um, it should be taken. Yeah. Okay. We're going to do this, uh, you know, a hip hop performance in three acts and, um, it's going to be a multimedia presentation. And so there's going to be visual components, there's going to be music components. There's going to be words, uh, spun, sung and, and spun and wrapped and spoken and all those kind of things. So those are some of the logistical components, but what we're wanting folks to do is we're wanting them to consider their value in entering the conversation and the topics that we're bringing up and the subjects that we're bringing up in the album, uh, as much as they may be assertions, are ultimately questions. Because as much as we may know for certain right now, this is the way that the world is. And then did you hear about this guy Copernicus, whatever, things are always changing and evolving. And um, we want to be beholden to that. Like we, we want to be um, responsible for uh, remaining flexible in our work so that it can pertain to a lot of different times and a lot of different people. And where it doesn't, that the value of another voice that let's say is in contradiction to or is in opposition to what we're saying isn't immediately dismissed. That there's an invitation to invite the critique through curiosity about what it is that we're saying. We um, sort of refuse to simply be siloed in our own beliefs if it really is about better understanding who we are, uh, what we think, um, and how we're going to move individually together. Um, so how, how we're approaching it is we're going to say all this stuff, and we're going to bring a variety of mediums to do that so that if you don't if English is not, you know, the colonial tongue of English is not how you best want to communicate. Maybe it's visual, maybe it's musical. We're offering it in a lot of different ways so that we can get it across. Um, but where it is true for you, uh, great, communicate that with us. But where it doesn't, where it runs aground on the, the shallows of our own ignorance or, or it gets too deep, you know, and it touches on something that it's like a root pain for us or, or if we simply, um, get frustrated, confused, whatever the case, all those things are of value because ultimately we're saying, how can we uh, improve upon this? How can we do this better? How can we get to a place where we're no longer uh, blaming the year, but we are individually, and of course, communally, I'm just gonna keep saying that over and over, uh, looking at how we're going to work on this together because I don't think there's anything that we cannot accomplish when we get together, it, um, the, the power of our imagination, the synergistic qualities of our imagination, once we get away from, this is who I am based on this particular label. Um, and we lean into the fluidity of what it means to be. Um, there's a lot of exciting things that we can accomplish. Right now, I feel like there's a lot of um, modes that we've just been doing, because that's just what you do. Um, and we don't necessarily think about, is it the best way to do it? Uh, so we're, we're, we're trying to be provocative, but in a way that invites. We are all about radical inclusivity. I'm trying to give you sound bites. All right. This is, and this is one more thing. 
why we got to do a show because man do i just diatribe love the sound of my own voice blah blah so we got to like you know we got to let's package this thing into something nice and tidy because otherwise i'll just be up on stage talking for half an hour <laughs> you know shoot so anyway yeah communal community radical inclusivity i yeah. think that's exactly what we need right now i mean absolutely I, i've been just listening to you talk i'm reflecting and feeling and you know the last last two years everything that's happening in the world right now yeah getting face to face with someone getting people in a room and just um we were recently talking about resonance you know how mm. you're you, all of the, all of the hearts in the room they start to resonate together they start to beat together right. when you're experiencing this this live performance together and, and man i'm just getting goosebumps thinking about it but i look forward to that at your show march 19th and um you know, I, I, I hope people leave feeling and thinking. And, and that was my next question. You know, what will they leave feeling? But I think you've touched on it. But is there anything else you want to want to share of what you, you hope audiences will leave your show feeling? I hope audiences will leave feeling that their opinion is a, a, of a priceless value. And whether or not we believe it is immediately in core in accord with the other that, um, their life experiences and, and how they see things are an essential part of the whole. We are very focused on the things that are important to us. When we get focused on things, we naturally create blind spots. So we need each other's viewpoints to see the full 360, to, to, to see all the dimensions and the various aspects of how to best care for each other. So, um, a grand theme, there are some grand themes, radical inclusivity being one of them, but also care as a revolutionary act and the deep gift and um, of the responsibility of our generosity towards each other. When you just put it on a bumper sticker, maybe it doesn't hold the value, but as you start to live this stuff, things become in not a contrived way, not in a, in a flimsy way, but they become quite magical. And um, that's really exciting at a time when we need to be able to dream as big as possible to make our way through in these various stages that we are cocooned and mothed and chrysalis and butterflied in. It's a really uh, beautiful time. So hopefully the audience feels that it's a participatory event, that they aren't just simply there for entertainment, they're there for engagement. So, yeah. Well, I know uh, folks will be coming to our website and checking out the event page and, you know, they still might have questions. What does this experience look like? You know, am I going to hear the album just, you know, spoken through a microphone or, or what is it? And, and I know that it's much more than that. And I would love to hear from you uh, to share what are people going to be experiencing when they come in the room? Great. Yeah, the, we are going to be uh, performing the tracks that are from the recent release entitled It's Not the Year, It's You. There's going to be a, a visual component. So we're using, in this case, we're using uh, projections. Um, we're also going to be using uh, LED boards at other performances. The live visual component is through Unlocked Films, and they've just been a great partner and friend and guide throughout these multimedia projects and video projects. There's also the musical component, which is all the live instrumentation that will be performed, uh, will be by Colton Tyler Williams, who is also the guy who composed all the music that is on the album. 
And then uh, I'll be the front, I'm Jason McNeil Graham, uh, is the front man saying all the words. And so that's the, the triad and the trifecta um, that'll be up on stage. And to be able to bring the album really to a live place and bring it to life is going to be really fun. It's going to be a much more interactive experience than um, listening to the album, which has its own value, but this is really a way to interact with a lot of different senses and languages. Um, and then this was all made possible because of uh, recently being welcomed into the Fields Fellowship. This is, I'm part of the second cohort. And um, that was brought about through Oregon Humanities and Oregon Community Foundation. So those are um, huge supporters of this project that we've brought together. So that's the, that's how you get the show. Amen. Art and action. I love it. We're Yes. We're bringing the community together. We're going to turn up. We're going to get our hearts beating in one. And uh, yeah. we're going to be leaving thinking, feeling, all of that good yeah. stuff. And hopefully recharged, yeah. not simply berated and drained. We, that, that's the last thing we want to do. We want folks to really feel like, oh, in fact, I matter. I may not, it may not be about me being special, but I'm essential. And that there's something that I have contained within me that is absolutely necessary for the community that I'm in. That's a big deal, man. That's no joke. That means everybody's got a place. That's radical inclusivity. That's really important right now. That's really important right now. So. Well, thank you so much. I can't wait for the show on March 19th. And again, thank you for taking the time to talk with me today. Yeah, B, appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.